0: Hello! its Ami me Brian! In this year's Christmas one-shot, we're playing
1: Morkborg.
0: And if you know anything about Morkborg, it's probably that, one, I don't know how to pronounce it, and two, it means that our characters are squishy and likely to die a lot. That's what we figured going in, anyway. So backup characters were created in advance, and we also got an online character generator ready in case we needed it. In this episode, it's me GMing, and my players are Tim. And he's just staring at the fire, like as it's burning on this torch. And our guest, Chris, aka Critically Accursed.
2: Can't talk, gotta go.
0: (laughs) And our other guest, Adam Gumbert. Besides being dirty,
3: is there anything weird with you?
0: So let's get started, shall we? Mary Krampus?
4: I would say the night before harvest and all through the fields the crops were already dying the very poor yield the world is going to hell and at this point I, I don't even care long as there's enough ale to go around so Everyone gets their fair share. Some of the children died in their beds. I've been feeling feverish myself lately. Unless it's all in my head. And then... Perhaps a month ago, I heard a clatter. I sprang from my bed. My window was painted red where blood had been spattered. There was an eruption of light. I was nearly blinded by the flash. The window shattered. I felt blood on my face from a gash. Something dark had come to our town at the first fall of snow. Most of us have fled to the country, staying at an old farmhouse in the cellar below. Havoc beset our town when this dark entity appeared. We're safe for now, but I count the days Until he finds out we're here.
0: This was kind of your little hometown, but it's been overrun. And this shit just started happening in the last month. And so, basically, you guys start out south in this ramshackle, kind of abandoned old farmhouse that's basically been turned into a dilapidated sort of tavern. And so everybody's holing up together. And, like, half the guys in here are shit-faced drunk because... The world has been bad anyway, and it's cold, and weird things have been happening, and a lot of their family members are probably dead, and so nobody's in a good mood.
5: So Giuseppe immediately walks over to uh, Akrod and uh, hands him a card, and it it reads, My name is Giuseppe Stromboli. I like fire and violence. And Giuseppe looks at him, and he's got these, like, enormous teeth. They look like shark's teeth, almost, and they don't seem to, like, fit in his mouth. And he's grinning.
4: <laughs>
3: Far. Ah, yes. Uh, hello there, boy. You uh, remind me of my grandson. He's also an imbecile. (laughs) Uh, Nice to meet you. (laughs) Far. Yes. Far indeed. And I look around. (laughs) Who else is here? (laughs) This fucking weirdo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you just stroll in out of nowhere? Just waltz right through the door, Tim? Uh, Giuseppe? Yep. All eyes are on you. And, uh... Actually, there's a couple swords... Or hands on hilts because... There's already been enough weird shit going on, so to have a stranger walk into the door and start talking to Acheroid is like... So they're letting you handle it for uh, the time being, but there's burly guy that you all know as uh, Cornflower. Oh, Giuseppe is massive as well.
5: Like he is a a very big boy uh, with, like I said, uh, shark fangs.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's gonna approach you. I think uh, he's he, this guy's rotund, but I think he's gonna look up to you, and he'll say
1: Evening stranger <laughs> You lost
4: <laughs>
0: He kind of nods to some of the guys uh, across the bar to kind of like towards the front door and they immediately get up and start walking over to peer outside to see if this dude's alone or if he brought people with him and he says
1: you got anyone with you or are you uh, just wandering about
5: <laughs> he'll hand him the card and it reads my name is Giuseppe Stromboli I like fire and
1: violence
0: I think he's a simpleton, boss.
1: <laughs> All right, a uh, Acroid. Why don't you get our friend here a drink?
3: Ah, uh, uh yeah, sure. Let me get behind the bar. I don't work here, but I'll go ahead and do it myself. <laughs> I go around behind the bar and just <laughs> fucking whatever swill I can find back there. I'll start pouring it in a
0: uh, in a cup cornflower kind of smiles and he says
1: nobody works in this bloody place
0: and he gestures to one of the chairs for uh, Giuseppe to sit down he'll gladly walk over and take a seat yeah so
2: (laughs) Aykroyd, as you're um, pillaging the uh, behind the bar area you might open like a cabinet or something and there will be a scrawny 11 year old boy (laughs) with (laughs) very dirty hair dressed in just absolute rags face caked in mud and <laughs> like old scabs and just gross stuff um, and he's holding like half a small bottle of whiskey the um, and he just like looks at you <laughs> and like looks behind you and says don't tell anyone and goes to close the cabinet door.
3: Uh, Aykroyd will, by the way, I mean, describe what he looks like. He looks like Dan Aykroyd from Scrooge. Uh, he opens, <laughs> is he in Scrooge? Whatever that Christmas movie's in.
5: Dan Aykroyd is only in Christmas with the Cranks
3: that I can think of. <laughs> There's a Christmas movie Dan Aykroyd's in, that's fine. Yeah, um, Christmas uh, with
5: the Cranks. Unless you're thinking of Chevy Chase or... Um... Who's in Scrooged? Scrooged is Bill Murray fuck that's what (laughs) he was in Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd so that's
3: sort of like you know okay so Dan Aykroyd from Christmas of the Cranks uh, opens
1: up (laughs) he's really (laughs) jealous of Matthew
0: Broderick I think I forget how that goes (laughs) people are getting headaches from the change of headcanon it doesn't make any sense he opens up the cabinet he's like uh, god what does he sound like Earlier, you were voicing him like an old man, kind of.
3: So Bill Murray opens the cabinet,
2: right?
0: <laughs> no. Dan Aykroyd opens the cabinet with his old man voice. Uh, I'm going to
3: need that back, young man. Uh, he looks at you, looks at the bottle, looks at
2: you, and drinks the rest of the bottle.
0: And then hands you the empty bottle. <laughs> like trying to get something out of a dog's mouth. <laughs>
3: yeah, this is one. I love, I love this crew of fucking people in this building. It's
0: wonderful. <laughs> I guess I'll find something else and go hand it to Giuseppe Stromboli. <laughs> yeah, no problem. People have been stashing stuff behind the bar, whatever they have on hand. Is there anything out the window, by the way? I know they've been looking, but... They're just kind of peering right now. It's it's kind of dark out, so... They have set up kind of a perimeter of torches around this old farmhouse, but it's still kind of foggy and hard to see. And uh, Cornflower says, You don't speak at all,
1: eh? Fire. We don't need much for fire and violence around here, but if that's what you're looking for, we might be able to use you and your services.
5: (laughs) He'll swig down a bunch of whatever the drink is that they put in front of him
0: and listen and laugh. The, The sort of quiet... Guitar strumming off from the corner stops when one of the lookouts says,
1: "Boss, we got somebody else coming in."
0: And the cornflower guy strolls over to the window and peers out, and he says, uh,
1: "Everybody on high alert. This one does not look like a simpleton."
0: Everything's kind of still until finally the door kind of creaks open and then sways on its hinges as it's just left to glide. Freely, and there's a silhouette in the door against the fog and the torches outside. And it's all cloaked from head to toe, and it steps in. And uh, immediately, Cornflower draws his short
1: sword and he says, Easy there, stranger. We like to know who we're dealing with.
0: And the stranger lowers his cowl, and you guys see two long, pointy ears and he says I need your help. And he's just kind of looking at everybody from eye to eye to eye.
3: Ackroyd thinking he's like the senior man and like, oh, I guess people look up to me we'll step forward. Uh, what do you what do you need?
0: Fuck it, what do I sound like? What do you need? Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's been going on in your town. The short sword gets even closer to his neck and he says I am in part, but only in part the reason why you are all down here in this farmhouse the uh, Cornflower gestures for him to sit and uh, they kind of pat him down and he has his hands out there's no weapons found and he takes a seat at one of the tables and then he says Cornflower says Do tell and the stranger says You have a great enemy on your hands. And your hometown is currently his base of operations.
3: Ackroyd is going to get a little bit closer and, like, get a chair and sit down. Please tell me more. I'm very interested to know.
0: When you call me a stranger, it's accurate, for I am not of this world. Have you ever heard of anyone named Krampus?
3: Hmm. Krampus sounds like a holiday that I am a big fan of. I hung out with my family once during this holiday. Is that related?
0: That sounds jovial. And Krampus is not jovial. The whole time that he's talking, he's just kind of eyeing Giuseppe from across the table. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that thing? The guy's just, like, practically drooling in his drink. We were banished here by a man named Saint Nicholas. He sought to rid the realm of my master, and when I went to block the magic we were both sucked through a portal and we ended up here. Once my master had accepted his fate of being banished here, where his plans to rule a previous world had failed, he decided to make good on them in this world instead, starting with your little town. But when he set his eyes upon the castle of the Countess Anthelia, he had me scout the place, and when I saw her I could not go through with it, and that is why I'm here. Countess Anthelia did nothing, and yet he intends to murder her, and I I cannot go along with it any further.
3: You have uh, any idea on how to do this, stranger? We are just a bunch of
0: idiots in a barn. Speak for yourself, mate. He just holds the sword closer
1: to this stranger's neck and he says, All right, so you were fine with him taking over our town. But you draw the line when you fall in love with a pretty lady.
0: And the stranger just looks at him and says, And? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Our... <laughs> well, uh, we could stay here, hold up together, and wait to die, or I'm near the end of my life anyways, I'll go out in a blaze of glory, and he'll grab... It's covered in a, in a big sheet at the moment, but he has, like, a suspicious giant um, kind of object next to him, and he, like, throws it over his shoulder. I'm ready to go anytime
2: blaze of glory! (laughs) Kibla will, like, stand next to Ackroyd and strike a pose.
5: Fire! (laughs) Fire! And Giuseppe will also go
0: over. You retake your town and put a
1: stop to my maniacal master.
2: Take over the town!
1: Yes! He's held up in the old barn north of town.
3: (sighs) Alright. I guess we need to look into his left and to his right he's like uh i'm sure this will go very well uh i guess we'll head that way you have any are you gonna help stranger i mean you seem pretty capable
0: i know some about where he's stashed guards and monstrosities but many of them are chaotic in nature and cannot be predicted we'll just need to be on our guard
3: maybe we'll meet my son and grandson along the way oh wink (laughs) (laughs)
0: um cornflower says and the rest of ye and he looks around the bar and half the people are passed out or like slobbering on the tables (laughs) just a fucking drunk he says (laughs) just us then very well he's gonna point to giuseppe are you coming
1: along (laughs) you will feel your share of fire and violence
5: there is a maniacal look upon Giuseppe's face as he
0: nods slowly. (laughs) You guys gather your supplies and trudge out into the lightly packed snowy fields of corn and wheat and barley. You trek across several farmlands the night is kind of a glow from the snow. It's foggy, it's bitter, and biting. And then you see fires kind of off in the distance across a couple fields, and you know that that's where the town is. They're not heavy fires, they're just sprinkled here and there. Most of the lights in the town are dead like a ghost town. And as you approach from the south on this map, you're going to be entering where the sign says Kirkus. You're going to be entering where the the tavern is at the bottom.
3: Alright, I'll uh, look at the stranger. Like, what's the. What do you suggest is the
0: first move here? Our best bet is to go from building to building. Staying out in the open for long will inevitably attract attention.
3: Alright, uh, and I'll look down to Giblet. Uh, you lead.
1: Mm, okay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> My master has been conjuring. And I don't know what monstrosities he's brought forth since I left. How do you guys want to approach the first building?
3: Hmm. Well, I told Giblet to take lead, so I guess I'm going to follow this child.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you want to follow the dirt child, the dirt child's going to scope out the place first. I'm
5: going to grab Giblet by the skull and lift him (laughs) up and put him behind me like literally just like lift him up like a claw machine into the air set him behind me and then move up front and then go into the bar
1: hey
2: that was fun <laughs> <coughs> was
0: <just> <laughs> do you just walk into the bar casually no i kick i kick the fucking door down <laughs> It's, uh, it's dark and cold. There's no more warmth inside than there is outside, and there's, like, rotting food on the tables, and there's, uh, several of the chairs and things are broken and smashed to splinters. Are there
5: some that aren't? Yep. I'm gonna grab my Warhammer and smash them to make (laughs) them like the other pieces.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um... Giuseppe is smashing chairs, and it's very loud, especially in this quiet town.
3: So, uh, Aykroyd is gonna pull out his list. He has, like, a little scroll that's on his hip, and he pulls it out. And then he checks it twice. Um, and I'm using an ability Eight. called List... <laughs> eh, yeah, there it is. Well uh, ability called List of Sins. Um. Ooh. Let's see. So I need to make a presence roll. DR10. Uh, so let me roll that real quick. It fails, so I pulls out his list. He checks it twice. <laughs> nothing happens.
5: Oh, whoa, no, not nothing happens. <laughs> if you fail a scroll, you have to roll on the chart.
3: Well, question. It's not a scroll. It's a
5: class ability. Oh, never mind. God damn it. I'm sorry, Adam. Make it a scroll <laughs> for funsies and shit.
3: God, mother. I've got a scroll lined up don't you worry when you use your
0: scroll make sure you fail yes <laughs> i will make sure i do do not worry <laughs> that way you can get spaceless you uh, attempt your power and it just kind of fizzles and there's a little bit of light for a moment and it sparkles and then just nothing and part of that is it could be that you misperformed it but there's something weird that's been going on over the past few months like Magic's been finicky and the world has been acting strange, like the physics of it, the, the laws of nature. I think
5: Giuseppe is done smashing
0: chairs and he moves on to windows. <laughs> <laughs> Giuseppe smashes one of the windows, and Aykroyd, you hear a voice. Come from outside. What? It's a very familiar voice, and you could almost swear that it sounds like your grandson. Ah, you uh, Brian's outside. I guess I'll take a quick look.
3: Candy from a sack? Who the
2: hell's
0: Brian? Uh,
3: it's one of my dumbass grandsons. Uh, you had sex <laughs> <laughs> um, at least
1: three times. <laughs> <laughs> at least? Wow. I'm no. going <laughs> 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 look outside
0: you don't see anything but the fog but it's from what you can tell the voice that's calling out sounds like it's calling from the brush uh, in the adjacent building wow. there's kind of some bushes and trees uh, in front of it and it sounds like whatever it is is in there
3: want some candy from a sack
0: Giuseppe has lit a torch and he has
5: started taking all of like the window che- treatments and curtains and lighting them on fire
0: <laughs> this place is starting to get smoky unfortunately he broke all the windows first so yeah uh, i'm gonna head out uh heard
3: something over here this is uh this is not going well
0: i warned you about going out into the open you expose yourself
1: you don't think we're bloody exposed in here with this He <laughs> just to all the chaos <laughs>
0: giuseppe's doing
1: well go quickly
0: you're just gonna dash to the bushes is it the bushes or is it the building it's the bushes in front of the building As best you can tell i mean it's a voice from a direction so it's kind of you're guessing
3: yeah fuck it why not actually you know what brian i'm gonna dash the other way what happens then <laughs> you're dashing <laughs> south no i'm just i'll go towards the bushes as in like this building
0: is done for there's another building over here i'm gonna start going towards this building it's the only way that you can keep out of sight anyway, so you kind of go along this line of trees and uh, it's very dark and shaded in here, and so um, it's kind of hard to see where you're stepping. And immediately as you get about halfway through, something grabs your leg and uh, tries to trip you up. Why don't you roll an agility? Okay. This guy's not awful. Three. That's a fail, so you topple over. What do you do? I will try to get myself up,
3: pull that thing off my back, which, when the the blanket falls off of it, reveals that it is a flail. <laughs> Ooh, someone rolled well. Someone rolled very well. <laughs> this guy's very good. Uh, and I will like steady myself and like look around for the the perpetrator.
0: Uh, yeah, you look down to the the thing that grabbed your ankle and you see this bony skeletal arm and you follow it into the brush and you see the face of this skeleton just staring back at you and it's drenched in this red liquid and it comes up and raises to its full height. It's probably close to as tall as you are and uh, it draws a short sword which starts to come down on you. Roll another agility. That is a 12. You dodge out of the way of this short sword which sticks into the ground and then it pulls it out But you have the freedom to do what you're gonna do.
3: Yeah, I'll take a swing back at him as he's like hunched over into the ground
0: Okay Attacks on them with piercing weapons are DR 14 Any strike doing five or more damage destroys the skeleton completely
3: Is a flail a piercing weapon or? I would say bludgeoning bludgeoning, yeah, I agree uh, that was a fail.
0: I rolled an 11. <laughs> uh, yeah, he pulls his sword out just in time for you when you swing your flail, which means he kind of staggers backwards and your flail just misses, and then he comes at you again with another uh, swing. All right, another agility. That's a five for my agility. Oof. I do have armor on,
3: so let me know what that changes. Oh,
5: you definitely need to roll whatever your uh, reduction is from the this hit. Okay. So whatever the D
3: is, you take the length off of your... <laughs> yeah, it'll be two. Uh, two? Uh, yeah, it'll be two. Yeah, my armor, I rolled a D2. It got a two on it.
0: His knife pierces through your hip area, which is just protected by your leather breastplate, and it lodges itself in there, and he tries to yank it out. You have another opportunity to do something
3: uh i'm gonna spit in his face and say fucking pumpkin king i'm gonna run back to the (laughs) (laughs) run back to the my friends because what the fuck am i doing
0: yeah he seems uh he pulls his knife out and gets a face full of spit and he's just kind of dumbfounded for a moment as you dash off i think you can escape freely At this point, when you return, everyone's kind of standing outside the front of this uh, old tavern, and the whole place is ablaze.
1: (laughs) We did
3: it! Uh, (laughs) Yeah, good job. I fought a fucking skeleton, and you burned down a bar, so uh, we're pretty even keel here.
2: Mm, I don't know. Is the skeleton dead? Well, Let's not talk about it. Let's keep moving.
0: (laughs) We do need to keep moving. We've completely alerted the entire town of our presence.
3: All according to plan. All according to plan.
0: Who's leading the way?
2: Uh, Giblet will run off again.
0: Okay. Him. <laughs> there we go. You headed north?
2: Uh, yes. it's uh, <laughs> uh northwest the direction <laughs> that Ackroyd went with the skeleton?
0: He kind of went due north from the entrance of your tavern, so if... Uh...
2: Off roughly in that direction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this skeleton is not interested in being discreet so it is completely silhouetted against the uh, town square which is actually a circle in the background you can see him um, standing there
2: is the the group following the leading child (laughs) not behind you (laughs) oh then Giblet just points and looks back at Ackroyd and says there's your skeleton
3: yeah he's a real tough guy go get him (laughs)
2: alright right. uh, <laughs> uh, what Giblet's gonna do is uh quickly uh knock an arrow in his short bow. I doubt this is gonna do anything. But Giblet's an eleven-year-old; he doesn't know that uh, piercing's bad, so he's gonna shoot the skeleton. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it. Ranges presence. Okay, no, I missed that. It
0: it kind of zips between his rib cages, and he uh he looks down, kind of confused, and then he looks back up at you, and he says. <sighs> Got him. <laughs> He's going to start hobbling towards you with his sword.
2: Giblet runs behind Stroke Pulley.
0: <laughs> you see more silhouettes appearing.
5: I'm going to throw my horseshoe at it. Okay. <laughs> that will be a success. I'm going to use an omen to do max damage, which is four. And then I'm going to roll 1d6 to see if I kill it. Obviously, six is what I'm looking for. Eh, fuck. Did
0: you at least get one?
5: I uh, did four, because I used an omen to do four damage automatically.
0: The horseshoe whizzes through the air, and you can hear it because of the silence of the night, and it takes off one of the skeleton's arms and cracks some of his ribs, and then it comes whirling back to you, and this thing is just staggering. Uh, It was the Short sword arm too, so it has to <laughs> try and recollect its weapon.
3: Yeah, I'll go in for that. Uh, that you know, that finishing blow. We'll see what happens. Uh, what happens on a
0: one? <laughs> uh, crit fail. I don't remember reading about crit fails. Do you guys want to play with crit fails? I fucking do.
2: It's on the ugly yellow sheet, so definitely.
0: Does it really list them? Does it say? Yeah dude look at the ugly yellow sheet you motherfucker. Fumble on an attack
2: weapon breaks or is lost. Breaks
0: or is lost. Yeah dude like what? (laughs) Was that your flail did you say? Yep that's a flail. (laughs) Motherfucker roll that shit. You swing your flail and it kind of lodges itself in where the skeleton had already been damaged and gets stuck in the rib cage with its spikes. And you try to pull it out and the skeleton pulls back and the uh, the flail handle yanks out of your hand. Well, that's my turn. Giblet, <laughs> are you doing anything?
2: Yeah, yeah. Giblet will shoot another arrow. Why not?
0: Shoot away. Nope. <laughs> another arrow whizzes by the skeleton as he staggers off balance from the weight of this flail, and then he, uh, he picks up his the whole arm that was holding the short sword, he picks the whole thing up, so now it's almost like he has a flail in a way, and he swings it at Acroid.
1: Doc! Alright.
0: Ah, uh, that's at 11 for my agility. That'll be a fail. Yeah, I don't think it's a fail. The arm holding the short sword bites through you, and this time he actually connects with your skin. Dealing four damage. Alright, that'll go to three because of my armor. At this point, you see more silhouettes coming from the buildings behind the skeleton, from kind of the town square area. What do you guys want to do?
3: We've got to get it in a building! Pick one! Which one's closest?
0: They're about equidistant, but there's a bunch of trees blocking your way from the one on your left, so right would be kind of a clearer dash. Right it is?
2: We can uh, mosey on that way
0: yeah you're not exactly moseying i think i'll dash it <laughs> i think we
2: can i think we can mosey all right yeah fuck you brian
5: you don't control our characters we can we can mosey if we want
2: yeah skip along
3: even i'll we'll do fucking backflips to the door how about <laughs> and a hop
0: you uh you find this is a long building in the entrance there's kind of a table and some chairs the table's been cracked in half there's a long velvet rug that's just dilapidated all to hell and the hallway leads to what you figure are probably bedrooms the entrance of this long building faces the town square all right
3: um well i can't go first because i don't have
0: any weapons anymore
3: uh so i'm gonna stand behind uh, giuseppe
0: y'all would assume that the monsters are coming after you so this f- door that you just came through is probably vulnerable
5: Giuseppe, noticing that, uh, there's no longer a weapon with, uh, his friend, he is going to hand him his Warhammer, and he'll point to, he'll point at himself, and he'll point at the Horseshoe, he'll point at the Warhammer, and he'll point at Aykroyd.
3: Alright, I'll take the Warhammer. And it's a D6, just so you know. Yep. And I'm gonna lock that door, keep these skeletons out of here. That's all it takes, right, is a lock
0: door? <laughs> sure! <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it has a bar in front of it that you can place.
5: I'm going to go start looking for things around the back of uh, this room that we just went into to burn.
0: Okay. Um, while he's doing that, acroid roll presence for me. All right. <sighs> That's another one. You don't know enough about these creatures that attacked you to pick up what I was laying down. So, um, Giuseppe, what are you looking for? Sorry. Flammable objects. Oh, yeah. In the bedrooms, there's like old torn up bedding and uh, (gasps) strips of blankets and cloth. Absolutely. Like, I'll go and I'll hold my
5: torch to the bed in one room. I'll move on to the other room. Like, I am moving my way through every single upstairs room and setting this shit on fire.
3: <laughs> um, I will try to speak to Giuseppe for a second.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know you
3: like fire, but we're in the building where the fire's gonna be. It doesn't seem like the best idea. <laughs>
1: I would agree with Master Ackroyd. Fire.
3: Let's let's do a fire on in the
0: skeletons if they ever uh, come at us again. <laughs> yeah, Cornflower is gonna try and kind of uh, he's gonna whip together sort of a stick and a cloth and light a torch, and then he's gonna hand it to Giuseppe and say, "If they come through that door, light them on fire."
5: He'll nod and he'll stand there and he will be ready to deal with anything (laughs) that comes through that door. Okay. And he's just staring at the fire like as it's burning on this torch. And because it's probably soaked in something that allows it to burn pretty perpetually, like he is locked in. Like, don't have to worry about him anymore.
3: (laughs) I'll look at Giblet and be like, is there any besides being dirty? Is there anything weird with you? Or... Me weird? No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he uh, reaches into his backpack and he pulls out a he pulls out a fistful of lard and he takes a good
3: bite <laughs> and <then laughs> offers you some and says, "Are you hungry?" Oh no, I had uh, peppermint candies that are striped but have nothing to do with the holiday earlier. I'm good. A simple no would have been fine. And he goes over to
2: Stromboli and offers Stromboli some lard.
5: Gross. Stromboli will eat lard directly (laughs) out of your hand.
1: (laughs) So gross.
2: It
5: tickles. Should I roll to see if you lose a finger because I have shark teeth or no? Oh, I mean, yeah, why not? All right. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to roll a d6 in the chat. And if I get a six.
2: I think that's fair. Well. Enough.
3: God please be a six.
5: Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I take a pinky with it. I take a pinky with the lard.
2: up <laughs>, laughs a little bit at first and then as he's walking away he's like, Why is my lard red?
0: Gibbot, <laughs> you you look down to see just a thin stream of blood shoot out of your hand. <laughs>
2: He'll go over to Ackroyd and hold up his bloody hand,
0: and he'll say, does this look bad? Ackroyd, you get hit in the face with, like, a kid's squirt gun worth of blood.
3: In my mouth. Uh, uh, Just just throw some lard on it, rub it in real good. I don't know, kid. You're probably not going to make it through the night.
2: There's already so much lard on it. I'm surprised it's bleeding as much, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can smother this part of your hand, and it basically seals it all up like silicone.
2: Yeah, that'll be fine. (laughs) It hurts like fuck,
0: though.
1: (laughs) It hurts like fuck, though.
5: (laughs) You can hear Giuseppe crunching.
0: He's just
5: (laughs) chewing up the bones and the sinew, and
0: it's taking a while, but he gets it down. Giuseppe, roll presents. (laughs) Nope. All right. Actually, roll presence at disadvantage because you're chomping at this thing. Ooh, even better. I'm
5: telling you, friend, my negative three in presence (laughs) is going to help me so much here. Uh, I got a nat one on the first one, bros. Oh, the second one's a three. So we're going to go ahead and go with a negative two (laughs) on on that presence roll friends, like, uh, wh- what happens? Uh, I probably notice everything, right? Because Giuseppe's so
0: smart and shit. You notice that the door and the withered bar smashes right into you and you stagger backwards as this horrible looking monstrosity roars in the doorway of this, uh, old townhouse. It's a troll. Oh. <laughs> And it's.
2: I was gonna guess that.
0: Saliva flies across the room as it roars at you. And then it's gonna make its way in. You guys can have a, a, a moment to do something.
2: Hmm.
3: I, I'm i just gonna try this first, because if it works out, it's gonna be really funny a way to kill this thing. But if it doesn't work, then I can just die. Uh, so, as the troll comes in, uh, Akroid is going to go to his other uh, hip where there's an actual scroll to do magic from. Uh, And he's gonna mutter to himself and then stare at the troll and see if it happens or not. Um, I'm trying to cast Eyelid Blinds the Mind. Ooh. All right, let's see. So creatures fall asleep for one hour unless they succeed a DR 14 test. So I guess you need to do a DR 14 test um,
0: against my spell. Is that correct? Uh, Roll it in the chat. It fails against your spell. What happens? It goes blind. Uh, no. It <laughs> it falls asleep for one hour. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> get wrecked. It finishes its roar, and you guys hear Acheroid whisper these kind of words on the wind, and the whole troll just comes down, smashes, and kind of divots the wooden floor below. Just face plant.
5: I immediately go over and grab my warhammer from Acheroid, and I start smashing up everything in this room around this thing, and like like stacking it up around this creature, <laughs> like Tinder. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And I'm I'm laughing and pointing to everybody as I'm doing this, and then trying to encourage them
0: to also be breaking shit so that we can burn this fucking thing alive. You guys see Giuseppe picking up two halves of a broken table and then he starts stacking six chairs on top of that. <laughs> fire. I'll look for bottles of booze.
1: Yeah, fire.
0: Yeah, let's
3: Yeah, let's get the Let's get the fire going. <laughs> yeah, look for bottles of booze
0: and <laughs> shit to accelerate. It's fortunate that you have one additional exit in this building because Giuseppe lights this whole thing ablaze and your exit is now blocked. So, you are currently free to go out the exit to the town square, and that's about it, lest you go through a window. Oh, town square it is, motherfucker. Sounds fine. If you smash this door open, you see the circle fire pit with the cobblestone and the paved stones, and, um, the whole southern side of this long building is starting to go up in flames. So, across this, uh, circle and fire pit, you see, uh, two other buildings north of you, and then to the northeast, you see a larger building. Between the large building and one of the two smaller buildings is just a pile of debris, broken doors, and splintered wood, and glass, and stones, and just everything. You could easily get over it, but you'd be vulnerable, so you have to choose if you would cross that or go through one of the buildings.
5: Building. Yeah, I vote for building for sure.
2: Big house.
0: The big house seems easy enough to get to. And so you guys start to dash across the paved stones and the fireplace. And all is quiet except for the flames and the monster, which is snoring so loudly. We're almost there. We have to get through the church and get to the barn. You guys enter into the big house, and immediately you're met with several creatures. It's hard to see them in the dark. Do you guys have any light source? Aykroyd has zero equipment on him,
5: so... I have a shitload of torches, (laughs) and I will light one up.
0: (laughs) Giuseppe, you light your torch, and you find that the figures in this big house are uh, cowering, kind of against the walls and behind tables and in corners, and they're kind of shaking. And Acheroid, you hear that sound again from before, but where it came from—the forest—and there was a skeleton. This time, you see a, a little boy that looks familiar, uh, and he's got a clean-shaven-looking head. So you, you know, you don't see a lot of boys like that. I douse him with lantern <laughs> oil. <on Earth.
5: laughs>
3: Oh hold on, hold on, friend. Now burn uh, the witch. <laughs> no, he's good. Ah! He's just bold. It's not a big deal. If he burns, he's evil. Ah!
0: I throw a torch at him.
5: <laughs> do I need to roll agility or what?
0: Aykroyd, roll rolling agility, Giuseppe, roll your attack.
5: <laughs> Jesus. <Okay.
1: laughs>
0: oh, man. I'm
5: gonna do it in the chat, cause <laughs>
3: <laughs> Go ahead and roll one for me in the chat. I'll be your second one, just because it'll be fun that way.
4: Ooh!
0: Alright. Uh, Ackroyd got an 18. Giuseppe got a 5. You are about to light this boy on fire, and Ackroyd just dives across your path and kind of tumbles over the boy, and kind of, they kind of uh, spiral across the ground. And the uh, Whatever turpentine shit you're using, it's the floorboards. Aykroyd, uh, this child is kind of whimpering in your arms.
3: Ah, easy there. I know you're a big dummy, Brian, but it'll be Ah. fine. Just relax. (laughs)
5: I'm going to try and light them both on fire now.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Give me another contestant (laughs) roll. All right. Why is Giuseppe trying to kill me? I wish I knew.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, just barely. Oh, wait, strength. So that's actually a 12. You better roll uh, You better roll your
0: agility, Aykroyd. All
3: right. Uh, um, it is, ooh, it's a nat 20, plus
0: one, 21. Ooh, shit. You're able to see this behemoth coming, and you're able to pick up the boy and dash out of the way. Um, at this point, I think that uh, Cornflower is going to try and manhandle Giuseppe to kind of get him to s- at least contain him, if not stop him. I think that it doesn't take a long time for him to calm down. And- easy
1: does it, lad, easy does it. They're on our side. You can't light everything on fire. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> What was that about, by the way? (laughs) Big
3: guy, I know you like fire, but seriously, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Fire. Around you guys, there's four other townspeople that have been cowering with this little boy, and, uh, they say, Thank fair who you're here. Uh,
3: yeah, what's what's going on? Why are y'all, uh, just sitting in here? Like a bunch of Bumps on a log. That's what old people say.
0: (laughs) Damned if we know. We've been trying to just stay alive. We need to get out of here. You need to get us out of this cursed town.
3: Yeah. Um. I would say follow the burning buildings to the south and just keep going. (laughs) You'll be all right.
0: (laughs) Do you send your grandson with him? No, I'm saving him in case this
3: character dies. Come on, man.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently going around and lighting the window
0: treatments on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because of the blaze and the uh, time-sensitive nature of the situation, the people start to head out the door, and uh, they just beeline south like you asked them to. Their fate is unknown. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as he's starting to set things on fire, what do you guys do? Your goal is to get maybe northeast, so there is a door pointed that way behind the bar.
3: That's the one going to this church-looking thing right here? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to let this... Oh, First, I'll check on uh, a giblet here. It's just like,
0: how bad? <laughs> how bad? Giblet's hand is stopped bleeding.
2: It's not dripping anymore. I lick it every (laughs)
1: Okay
2: I lick it every few
1: minutes
3: (laughs) Say that one more time boy I can't (laughs) Bro how is this The Christmas episode Does it taste like candy canes (laughs) Brian Kill some
5: fucking characters you pussy Jesus Christ
2: mostly tastes like lard Mm. (laughs) keep licking it kid (laughs) you can't stop me I won't stop you he'll go back to like rummaging while we're waiting I think Giuseppe also joins in
5: with licking your finger (laughs) at some point like he kind of creeps up from the side and just joins in as you're (laughs) <laughs> licking the lard off of it
0: <laughs> you kind of lock eyes with him he laughs, <laughs> I have a pet this whole house is getting smoky Aykroyd. how do you make your exit I, he might just stay in here and let it consume him. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: No, I'll push Brian out the front door and he face plants in the snow and then I will, uh, I guess head out this northeast door.
0: (laughs) As soon as little Brian gets pushed out the front door, these bodies come from left, right, and above. (laughs) You guys are met by several berserkers. Oh boy,
3: alright. It's like right outside the door we got some baddies attacking us. You guys
0: have not exactly been stealthy. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Fire's not a distraction, you know? (laughs) Uh, They are going to attempt to attack the boy.
3: Okay, I have his character sheet.
0: Making agility, right? Uh,
3: Brian got an eight. Okay. He's also a a fucking fanged whatever.
0: A heavy mace comes down at him. I'm going to have to roll one of my skull D6s. There we go. For a two. They didn't expect to see a little boy. Are you rolling defense? Yeah, um, that's a minus a one. Okay, so this thing just clips him as he gets pushed through this door. The mace uh, kind of chips at his head, and you see some blood leaking down as the boy kind of hits the snow and the dirt. Damn it, Brian, and
3: I'll come out. Uh, And whenever it's my turn I'm going to make an attack Yeah, go ahead Uh, Alright, I'll go at the one who just clipped him With the warhammer
0: Jesus Alright, rolled another natural one So (laughs) (laughs) Also roll a uh, Present real quick as you step outside Yeah Let me see how bad that one is The
3: presence actually succeeds, that was a 15 You are surrounded by five berserkers Ah, wonderful um, and then my weapon is broke or lost <laughs> Because I fumbled on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah uh, This weapon that you've just been granted Because you lost your previous one It also gets lost so one of the berserkers grabs it And just kind of flings it behind him Into the pile of rubble That they'd mentioned previously So,
5: Can I see these berserkers Outside the door
0: Yeah there's a commotion at the door You guys all are
5: aware of it I want to charge one and try and rip out Its throat with my teeth
0: gross okay
5: uh ooh so 16 uh, should succeed I think the chompers are a d4 uh
0: attacks my guys attack twice per round but they don't have time for defense so dr10 to hit them your bite should be a d6
3: by the way
5: uh bite is a d6 correct I just uh found that on the sheet alright five five damage like I leap up onto this dude and I like latch onto his neck like a leech and bring him down to the ground and just start
0: gnawing at his neck. I think we need to roll an actual initiative at this point. What is it? One to three, I think is the bad guys. Yes. Yeah, one to three enemies, four to six players. Why do one of you guys roll
5: that? I'll roll it in, uh, in chat.
3: Please do. I... I've rolled like three ones like it's I should, I should not be rolling anymore
0: yep well okay Berserker number one comes in with his flail he uh, goes for aroid defense uh that is a 19 for defense do you think with a double tack you should roll defense twice yeah probably I can yeah
3: this one is a 13 so I believe it's also a success yep
0: this long fail swoosh swishes past you as you dodge and then dodge uh and then the second one will go after giuseppe all right
5: that'll be a hit go ahead and roll uh the first one. Second one is a miss but i'll go ahead and uh do my damage reduction real quick one second
0: two damage minus whatever
5: uh, minus three, so I take nothing. The third one will also attack you. Okay. Uh, fail. Uh, fail.
0: This one's got a chained sword, which is a d6. Alright. Uh, minus one. Five and then four minus one, so, n- what, nine? Uh, minus two from the second one, so... Oh, so then it- Uh, It'd be a five minus one and then a four minus one, or two. Yeah, okay, so we got, what, six? Yeah. Giuseppe is dead. Fuck, okay, these (laughs) both come down on you. And uh, Ackroyd, you see Giuseppe, he uh, takes a chain sword right to the guts, and then the huge war hammer comes down upon his head. Well, I look back. What the fuck is Jibla doing?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: oh, that's ugh, a wretch in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> his muscle, his vocal muscles are reflexing, and he's still. Oh, you need him after he's dead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look back. What? What's Jibla doing? Like this kid is like. I'm assuming not in a good situation. I don't know. Jibla's currently waiting for his turn. <laughs> he's been in the
2: background the whole time as you guys charged forward
0: how far Sorry. are you from the door giblet? I
2: don't know 15-ish feet
0: okay uh, berserker number 5 is going to charge in after you he is wielding a lo- another long flail Uh,
2: one succeed, one fail okay
0: long flail, d8 two damage
2: uh, kipless light armor nullifies all of that. <laughs>
0: Great. You're, yeah, this scrawny little kid gets almost picked up by this flail and hit against the wall. And <laughs> he just kind of shakes it off. He's had worse falls jumping off of roofs. Player turns. Aykroyd, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't have a weapon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'm gonna look at brian and say run run to the church just in case i die and you could be there so things can happen uh and then i will can can i do fisticuffs what's the damage on fisticuffs
0: you can uh Uh, d2 i think (laughs) alternatively you can also see your weapon in the rubbish pile you'd have to just run the length of this long building
3: uh you know what my last bit of magic i'm gonna try to do the the sleep spell let me see how many of these guys i can affect Alright, so D4, I rolled D4 So four of these guys um, I think that might be everybody who's
0: still alive of the berserkers There's four outside And then there's one that went inside after giblet Okay, so all the ones
3: outside Need to do
0: a a DR14 test
3: To not fall asleep Like the troll did
0: Alright, first one is 16 He's awake Uh, fail for number 2 Fail for number 3 Pass for number four. So two and three got hit by this. Okay.
3: So they, uh, I guess, immediately face plant into the snow, and I assume would drown within an hour of being face down in the snow. Uh, <laughs> but the other two are still awake. So, and I have no weapon, and that's my turn.
0: Yeah, they immediately fall, just like the uh, the troll before them, and it doesn't look like they're getting any oxygen down there. It's rough life, you know. Giblet.
2: Uh, can he run out the other door of this place and then dive into the debris pile outside?
0: Well, so the, the southern door is on fire.
2: Uh, how, how on fire?
0: Engulfed. <laughs> <laughs> you've got uh, the church door and then you've got the one heading towards the woods off the map. You could probably assume that if you go into the bedroom, there's going to be windows.
2: Sure, we could do that. Uh, window on the first floor is fine. So, yeah, he's just going to, uh, peel off, and before, as he, like, kicks into a bedroom, <laughs> this 11-year-old kicking down the door, he's gonna cut a pouch off his, uh, backpack, which drops a whole bunch of caltrops in the doorway.
0: You kick in this door, and you see two other figures huddled against the back far wall.
2: <laughs> Can't talk, gotta go! <laughs> 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 and
0: he'll, like,
2: just quickly try to pry up the window and tumble out to get the pile of debris outside.
0: No problem, especially with your adrenaline rushing and uh, so yeah, you can get there easily enough
2: Cool, he's gonna dive straight in
0: uh, With that length of time, I think that could count as your whole turn, so it's gonna be back to the Berserker Sure Berserker number one with his uh, his flail attacks you, Ackroyd All right uh, uh, That's a fail They both fail Okay Attack number one, two damage Uh, That one got uh, negated by armor Okay, attack number two (laughs) One damage That one gets, yeah, negated as well He flails you, but uh, He kind of slips on the ice and the snow And so the blows don't actually damage you The fourth Berserker is getting up From where Giuseppe had Knocked him over and taken a chunk out of his throat Um, The fifth comes staggering Out of the uh, house Towards you Alright Brandishing a flail.
4: Boy mate, we're gonna have a little fun this time.
3: <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of a Christmas quip. <laughs> 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 Holy night. And <laughs> I'll just stand there ready to get his ass beat, I guess.
0: That is all the berserkers. What do you guys want to do?
3: Um oh, fuck. I mean I guess
0: I'll go to try to get this horseshoe and fight back. You can. You see a pretty clear path to the church, and you also hear a, uh, a window slide open. You see Giblet diving into the debris pile.
3: You know what I'm going to do? Uh, this will be a fade to black for Ackroyd, because he's just going to say, fuck it. Load his fist like... <laughs> Like Henry Cavill and fucking Mission Impossible and just start and then go at these fucking berserkers. And I'm assuming he's going to die. So we can say that Aykroyd
0: is now dead. Giblet, you peer out from the debris and you just see this figure swinging wildly against these four other men. And uh, pretty soon you see him on the ground and the four other men are just kicking and swinging. And it looks like a good enough distraction for you to make a move.
2: a little slowly nod to himself and with a smile say under his breath thank you Bill Murray and he'll run off to the church
5: <laughs> I'm opening up the door and uh come come child come and I'm going to pull out my scroll and uh let's roll that'll be a 13 so I succeed And so I will unknot the storm. So I will roll a D2 to see how many lightning bolts I get. Uh, That's one lightning bolt. And I will do a D6 of damage. Uh, That is six, Uh, six damage to one of the berserkers that is out
0: there currently pummeling. (laughs) uh, Giblet, uh, you're making your way into the church. Pepe, tell us uh, what Giblet's seen right now.
5: All right, so Pepe Silvia is a heretical priest. He has on this like very fancy-looking hat that has this upside-down cross on it. He, you see that he's wearing, like, this necklace that is very clearly a goat skull, like a ram skull with the horns sort of curling around and and, and just dangling and rattling. And uh, he uh, has a very long, unkempt beard and uh, is completely bald on top, so he has kind of like a skullet going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the church itself, it's kind of a long corridor over to where the pulpit and everything is, where it opens up a little bit more. There's two, or there's three um, ornate stained glass windows. And it's very solemn and calm in here. And yet there's still a darkness because four of the pews that you can see, Giblet, have been shattered and smashed. And additionally, uh, kind of towards the pulpit, you see the little boy, Brian, that had made his way in here.
2: He's gonna walk over to Brian, the little little boy Brian, <laughs> <laughs> and put a hand on little boy
3: Brian's shoulder. What what happened to my paw, my grandpa? <clears throat> <clears throat> he died
2: like a bitch. Do you want some lard? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: He'll hold out his uh, bloody lard hand. <laughs> Tis the season. And uh, Brian is also a fanged uh, deserter, so I guess I'll roll a d6 if I see if I take out a finger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, oh, dude!
3: So yeah, baby, bald baby Brian has massive fucking rows of teeth, and it's a four, so your finger is safe. Ooh.
2: Oh. Okay. Good. I thought I'd lose another one.
3: Giblet's gonna have
0: nothing left but his
3: giblets. <laughs> Thank you. What do we, uh, what do, we do now?
5: I th- well, I, I suppose we... I
2: was... Who are you?
5: Oh, I am Pepe Silvia, as it were. I, I I was supposing that I was going to ask your lot what we were going to do next.
2: We're going to burn this place down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Giblet, roll a present real quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a pass. It's a 16.
0: You have lost... All track of the elf and the uh, villager, Cornflower.
2: That's okay. His track of them was <laughs> questionable <laughs> at best earlier anyways. <laughs> I'm the only survivor. He like has this blank expression on his face.
0: You do remember yeah. uh, that the dark elf's final destination was the barn at least. Okay.
2: Bald baby Brian. Pepe. We have to burn this place down, and then there's one more place we gotta go.
5: Are Are you sure that that's?
2: The, I'm a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been more sure. He already he looks right. around for flammables.
5: <laughs> no child, of course you do.
0: What you feel is necessary at this point, I suppose. Giblet, this whole place is lit up with candles.
2: Oh yeah, then. <laughs>
0: there's splintered pews. He's He's gonna light it up. It's a stone building, but you believe that you can certainly do a job on the inner, uh, decorations and everything. And, uh, you start lighting up the broken pews.
5: Well, I suppose if God has not forsaken us now, well, uh, he, he's a trooper, that's for sure.
2: This is what my pet would have wanted.
0: <laughs> Are you starting from the door, door you came through? Sure, why not? All right, that leaves you with one exit, and it's east or the windows. As Giblet's
3: starting to burn this place down, uh, bald baby Brian Grinchington III third uh, will has a sack over his shoulder, like you know, like a kid's, like a like what are those hobo sacks called, basically? Uh, and he's gonna come up to Pepe and like, you know, like tug on his on his robe or whatever on his shirt. Excuse me, sir yes I know you like God and all but are we gonna die and go to hell tonight it
5: it, it would seem that that's likely yes
3: want some candy from a sack no no thank you I'm here going. it is there's a <laughs> nope, the chocolate bar <laughs> there's my blanket there's a piece of chalk I use to color off the <laughs> walls sometimes
5: well if I'm going to eat anything give me the chalk thank you hold oh, back, the chalk—not the. You
3: know, I'm not gonna argue. Go ahead, there you go.
5: Thank you. I've uh, been teaching on blackboards for years, and it's a bit of a <sighs> indulgence.
3: You gotta get your jollies where you can, Mister. I get it.
5: And I've had a holly jolly Christmas.
3: Fuck off! <laughs> wow,
2: roll credits. Amazing <laughs> oh, game, guys. Fuck, Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's getting hard to breathe in here there's so much smoke All right. uh, I'm, I'll look at the guy who works here I crash through one of the stained glass windows
1: fuck yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright you land in extra thick snow roll agility uh, at advantage alright nat 20 alright you manage to do so safely, there's no cuts or bruises, and the barn is due west. I guess I start charging forth then. Unless someone stops
3: me. We are all uh-huh. charging forth. Yeah, we sure. Try- I'm on your tail, bud. <laughs> we're going into this. Yeehaw! <laughs> Let's get him.
0: You guys are gonna be passing the graveyard.
3: Well, Grandpa always said he ain't afraid of no ghost, so we should keep on moving.
0: <laughs>
5: uh, I'll genuflect as I'm going past.
0: <laughs> Do you want to kind of try and skirt around the graveyard or just cut right through it, which would probably be faster?
5: No, we're, we're going to skirt around. I'm not going to walk over graves. I'm a priest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, pussy.
5: Bitch, you
3: fucking heard me
0: you guys bypass the thing that would have introduced your third characters and you reach the barn.
3: Hold on, let me go. I just want to see this <laughs> over here real quick.
0: <laughs> it's okay, you can catch up.
3: Yeah,
5: I'll, I'll be there in two seconds. Listen, I'm going to take this rope that has a hole in it. I'm going to put it like around my neck area and I'm just going to jump off of a high, high place and we'll... <laughs> Get to the third character. Fuck you, Brian. We'll, we'll get there
0: if we need to. <laughs> no, you guys. You guys get to this barn. You've got a north entrance, south entrance. What do you want to do? I'm gonna go in the
5: north entrance.
0: Okay. Just... I'm
5: gonna push in
0: one of the kids
5: first.
2: <laughs> That's okay. I wanted to go first. <laughs>
5: I'm going to definitely push in uh, Little Brian instead as like, as soon as I hear that come out <laughs> of fucking <laughs> Giblet's mouth, I'm going to grab Giblet <laughs> like a claw machine and <laughs> move them towards the back and then shove in uh, Little
0: Brian. That was fun. Wow. What do you see? Uh, little Brian, you stagger into this dimly lit barn with... Uh, light streaming in from the north and the south and all the way across you see several figures in the kind of threshold of the far doorway with one in the center that is strangely tall and thin and by the silhouette you can see that it almost looks like he's part goat maybe hey uh, mister you got presents for me
3: you three people in this room that I am the only one here do you have gifts for me perhaps
0: he spins around and his cloak kind of follows and flails behind him and he sees you and his eyes almost glow through the darkness as he starts clopping towards you and he says
4: that depends little boy you've oh nice Unnot
0: uh, not the storm. That's that lightning thing you did before. Yeah, yep. I'm going to say this guy is a uh yeah, a DR uh, a DR 14. That's going to be a hit. I
5: have two bolts. I'm going to go ahead and use an omen to do max damage. Okay. <laughs> uh so that's 6 on both of the bolts.
0: 6 damage. Yep. So 12 in total. Reduced by four. Your bolt strikes this strange, almost goat-like creature, and he staggers backwards and uh, tries to regain his composure. And then it almost seems like the whole, you can see the the sort of the moonlight streaming behind him. It seems like there's a dark halo that appears around him, and uh, he starts charging towards you, all of you. I think we're going to roll initiative now
3: i'll throw it down uh three he goes first
0: he comes charging across this barn and uh he doesn't know the source of what caused the lightning so he's just going to kind of assume that it's the only one in his view which is brian (laughs) and so uh yeah he uh he lunges at you brian and he's got terrifying claws uh that should be a pass it's a 16. Uh, that is a pass, and um, you are able to get backwards out of this barn and kind of step off to the side. And so now you draw him into the open. What do you guys want to do?
5: I have my Warhammer out, and I'm waiting at the door for this thing to come out. He appears. Smack! That's going to be a big fat fail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's startling with the swiftness that he uh, dodges out of the way. Giuseppe? Or No, you are Giuseppe. Giuseppe's dead. (laughs) Giblet?
5: I already changed my name.
0: (laughs) Calm down, billiard.
2: So Giblet's going to do an action jump to the side and launch an arrow at this dude's head as he's uh, diving. Okay. For a success uh, with three damage
0: gold dice. How many damage? Three. I got three. It's all negated.
2: Okay. Alright, mine was a chonky three, so I think some of it gets through. <laughs>
0: Just... <laughs> well, you put an indent in his armor. Yes. Little Brian?
3: Uh, bald baby Brian will... Bald
4: baby <laughs> Brian! <laughs> Sweet little
3: four-year-old baby Jesus. <laughs>
5: 12
3: ounces, <laughs> Six
0: pounds. Oh, man.
3: Uh, he'll, you know, just take basically like take a bite at this uh, at this big dude's ankles and say, I want my presents. And I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> take a big bite at him. See what happens. Okay. Oh, that's definitely a hit. That's a 16. It only takes a d10 for my bite attack. Shit. Um, let's do some damage. Yeah. Uh, no, That's only one damage, though.
0: Ooh. Yeah. You try to bite straight into his cat, or his, uh, his knee-high leather boots. They're not boots as much as, like, uh, shin guards, because his hoofs stick out the bottom. But your bite is to no avail, and this thing is going to take a swing at you. Actually, he's going to try and pick you up off the ground. Give me another agility. <coughs>
3: Jesus, that is another one. What happens on one <laughs> for defense? Uh, PC gains a free attack, so
0: you get an extra one. Yeah, he's going to pick you up. Heep. Rough. <laughs> he. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Excuse
3: me. PC takes double damage. Armor is reduced to one tier. So I take double damage and I have no
0: armor. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so he's going to uh, <laughs> slash his claws through <laughs> you. Oh, my God. I roll an at one, too. So he does two damage there. Okay. And then he's going to hurl you at Pepe Silvia. So, Pepe, you'll need to roll agility.
5: Uh, Can I roll strength instead and uh, bash it with my warhammer?
0: <laughs> it being little Brian? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like <okay>. a baseball. <laughs>
0: we got to do what yeah. you got to do, man. Of
5: course. Uh, a 17? I would imagine that that's probably good, right? Sorry, Little Brian.
3: Yeah, for sure. Can you give me, like, a Christmas zinger as you kill my character? Or... <laughs> I go ahead and roll the damage, I guess.
5: <laughs> um, Alright, so, as six damage is dealt, uh, I will, like, swing out my warhammer, and as it connects with Little Brian's temple, he'll say, Deck the halls with boughs of holly. And, uh... Smile with glee
0: as brain matter caresses his forehead. Little Brian's bald head cracks like an egg that has been hit with a baseball bat.
3: (laughs) By the way, Little Bald Brian is still alive. (laughs) His head's still cracked, but he's fucking holding on,
0: dude. (laughs) Little Bald Brian is... Pouring blood into the snow, and he looks up. Can I up. step on his head? He's got this kind of Is double Is my mission. turn? <laughs> no. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, I just attacked, so I guess it's player turns. Do what you I want to step on his head.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I got to put him out of his misery. <laughs> Mercy. That's going to be a fail. <laughs> <laughs> I like stomp into the snow Beside him
0: Yeah you, you go to stomp his head But your head goes be- Where the gash is split And so you just step inside between his head Pieces <laughs> like... <laughs> Good will to all men And uh Jitlit, it's You're just staring in wonder At how his brain is intact When his skull is split in two pieces
2: Yeah, I think at this point, uh, Giblet's going to pull a Giblet Special and bolts around to the other entrance to this building.
0: (laughs) And now, you didn't see through like Brian did, so okay. Yep. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll say that will take your turn. Uh, The uh, Krampus is going to go again. This time he's going to go after... uh...
3: Does Brian get a turn?
0: I know he stomped to death in the ground, but... (laughs) (laughs) Take your turn, then.
3: You could... Yeah, he looks up at Pepe. Easy there, count. We're all friends, I think. And I'm going to go just bite at Krampus again. <laughs> <laughs> I get some damage on this dude, you know? That's a nat 20. Nice. Oh, shit. Two-time damage. Armor. So your armor gets uh, reduced by one tier, and I do double damage. So let's see. Or you can just do full
5: damage if you'd prefer, just because sometimes rolling doesn't always work out.
3: I'm gonna roll it, and just see what happens. All right, let's roll double. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, should have took it. It's a five total. We're <laughs> I got four on the defense. So, uh you managed to pierce through his uh, his leather shin guard, and you can feel blood on the other side.
3: Just baby bald baby Brian gives a thumbs up to Pepe, even not realizing that like this dude's just trying to stop me to death. But it's like, look at me, I'm helping out. Krampus tries to stomp baby Brian. <laughs> um, that will be agility, right? That's a 12 for my agility.
5: Oh, got him.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he tries to kind of shake you off of his ankle, but you're holding on tight. So when he goes to stomp, it kind of throws him off kilter and he hits the snow as well. He's going to give up on you and uh, do his second attack on Pepe Silvia. He's just going to lunge at you fail. Okay. Uh, minus three
5: damage, though. That's all. Uh, who only gets you with one? Oh, okay. I'm going to cast uh, Grace of a Dead Saint. Uh, that will be a 12, so that will pass. I will... So, little Brian, you heal four.
3: Wow. Thanks, Mr. I forget all about the attacks on me earlier. It's all fine now.
0: You feel your Merry s- Christmas. You feel your skull knit back together. Oh, shit. This child's skull. Giblet. You get around below this barn and you see uh four ugly-looking wispy things. <laughs> what are they doing? Kind of just Floating around in a circle almost aimlessly, like they don't know what to do with themselves. Hey! <laughs> and now they're coming after you! So.
2: Hey, oh, okay, I was prepared for it.
0: You have, uh, it's your turn.
2: Oh, okay, then yeah, he's <laughs> gonna book it around the. He's gonna lead them on a chase from there all the way around the building back <laughs> to the fight.
0: Okay. Brian, your head knits back together. What do you do?
3: I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna sink my teeth deeper into old uh, goat man's leg. See if I can keep doing more damage to him. Uh, that's a 17, so that's a pass uh, for five damage as I keep biting into him.
0: Minus one, he takes. Uh, this time you go below a shin guard, and you just get a mouthful of fur and blood. It's at this point that you hear the uh, Krampus says, Enough of this.
4: Let's see if my magic has finally started to work in this world.
0: And he snaps his fingers. Somebody roll me a d20. I'm going to do it in the chat real quick. There's an explosion of dark energy that pushes you all backwards and uh, Giblet, or giblet as you're coming around the corner, you get hit by this wave and the uh, Krampus character starts to grow taller and taller until his head is just about up to the top of his barn. And now it is uh, the... Uh the race that have been chasing you catch up, especially since you were knocked backwards. They uh all come down upon you. Dope. So you got four to deal with.
2: Two fails.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, so the first one's three.
2: Uh well, that would kill me with how I rolled, so I'll use an omen to reduce that by a d6. Uh reduce that by two. I soaked one. No damage.
0: Then four. <laughs> uh,
2: that would kill me. I'll use my last omen to also try to reduce that. The oh, Holy shit, dude. And Giblet's at one hit point.
0: And when the wraith touches you, you feel this icy cold eek its way through your blood and you are from now on during the duration of this fight. You've been drained of your strength, presence, and agility by one.
2: Great, I don't need any of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Krampus' giant hoof comes down upon Pepe Sylvia. Alright.
5: Fail regardless. Okay. I'm gonna roll armor. Well, that's a nice four on that
0: turns into ten, nine, eight, seven. seven damage uh Pepe Selvia is dead
1: <laughs> His
0: giant goat's hoof comes smashing down into the snow and there's just kind of a red splatter in all directions some of which hits you little Brian
3: <laughs> my mouth
0: what do you guys want to do um little Brian
3: he learned to go for the Achilles. I'm gonna bite giant Krampus right in his Achilles tendon.
0: <laughs> I think you can, uh, I'm gonna let you auto-connect for that one, so just <laughs> succeed. Because he's so big. Yeah. I right, roll my damage. Ooh,
3: that's a three. I'm sure he'll soak all that up.
0: <laughs> uh, you did land one damage on him. Alright. A little tiny bit of blood manages to leak out through all that mass of fur. You really had to get in there to uh, to get at his skin. Giblet, what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, after all this kind of played out, he's hurting. He spits out blood. <laughs> he waves off some of the blood and lard from his hand. He gets a very serious <laughs> look on his face. And this, this structure, it's a barn, right? Yeah. Cool. He's going to look up at giant Krampus, look up at the f- four wraiths that are attacking him. And he's going to run into the barn and dive into, like, a gross pile of hay uh, to hide. <laughs> okay.
5: When you do, I think you bump into my character, who is also hidden in the gross pile of hay.
2: <laughs> no, this is my hide. Oh, you're dead.
5: No, no, no. Not dead. Not dead yet. Mm, oh,
0: then sh-
2: Definitely not dead yet.
5: We are very much alive, the judge and I. The judge and I.
2: Is there another pile of hay I can go into? <laughs> There's two piles of hay in the map. He's gonna just like roll out of this one and <laughs> into the other one.
5: I'm going to grab onto him and try and keep him into in this pile of no, hay. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's come fine. stay, come stay. Rolling hay, rolling hay.
0: Krampus kicks one hoof and tries to launch Little Brian. Try to eat me, bitch. All right, let's see. (laughs) Little Brian definitely fails. Little Brian goes hurling through the air. You must be (laughs) somewhere between 40 and 60 feet high and uh, the ground doesn't look good below you. Any thoughts running through your head as this slow motion happens before you? As he's slowly plummeting towards the ground,
3: he'll he'll go into his sack and pull out a piece of chocolate and a piece of chalk, and he'll slowly start eating the piece of chalk instead.
0: (laughs) Crunch, crunch of chalk until crunch the ground. And everything goes black. Giblet, these uh, wraiths enter into the barn and they start searching all the different stalls and they're just kind of floating around um, on patrol. What do you do?
2: Uh, He's going to hide this out until there's an opening to leave. Um or until the person he's hiding with makes too much of a spectacle. And then maybe he can use that person as a distraction to also then leave. So he's biding his time.
5: I would like to try and climb Krampus. Okay. How high can I get and still take an action?
0: Uh probably up to his thigh if you're a good climber because he's all furred up. You can just grab his clumps of fur. I'm pretty agile. Ooh, net
5: 20. Okay. Um, and then I have a bomb, and I would like to huck it towards his face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
5: <laughs> uh, 17? Okay. That's enough. I'm going to use an omen to do double damage, and it's a D10, just so you know. Uh, six times two is twelve.
0: Uh, negated as far as damage goes. This Krampus was staring north as he kicked little Brian off into the distance, and s- the next thing he knows, this bomb flies up into his face, and it just explodes and knocks him backwards straight into the barn. Giblet, you hear the entire (laughs) barn creak against his weight, and you see it start to teeter a bit.
2: Uh, yeah, if it looks like this thing's coming down, he's gonna have to, like, book it between this dude's legs to try to get (laughs) out of there.
0: (laughs) Whose legs? Oh, the Krampus legs?
2: Yes.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Giblet, you dash through this thing's legs heading north as soon as you get outside the barn you bump into something that's running kind of perpendicular to you
2: now
3: yeah as you look up it is a middle-aged man he's got a little bit of a salt and pepper beard some little wily hair and uh you would assume basing upon his his features that maybe he's younger than ackroyd older than bald baby brian maybe he's uh taika grinchington jr (laughs) is who you've run into
2: you're just in time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys both kind of topple and teeter underneath this thing's giant feet. Like, what's going on here? What's going on there? It seems stunned. We need to get going. Oh, I'm uh,
3: actually not very strong. Let's go, little man.
2: All right, yes, let's
3: run. Which direction?
2: Uh, everything else is on fire, so uh, heading off the map. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go for a completely different adventure. I think. <laughs> 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 Do, do you have a house around here? Somewhere we can lay low for,
3: like, three to five weeks? Uh, yeah, perhaps. Got something like that, just over there. Got the barbie. Nope, actually, that's Australia, not New Zealand. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can, uh, we've got a shack up here. <laughs> we can go hide in, and, uh, you won't, they won't be able to find us.
2: I love hiding in shacks, let's go.
3: Yeah, I don't know how you still alive. It's pretty, It's uh, the lard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Sounds good.
5: Can I take my uh, coward's jab surprise. since it's surprised and I should be able to get surprised? Yeah, you they are booking it and leaving you alone with this behemoth. Good. Fuck it. Judge Napolitano said that we must slay it. 13?
0: Not a hit. Oh, I lowered his DR. Uh, that's right, it is a hit. Okay. Then we will get. 6. Okay. Stab him with the short sword. Your short sword buries into his thick fur, but you don't feel it impact on anything on the inside. It's enough for him to feel it. He's going to swat you like a mosquito. All right.
5: That's going to be a fail.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have one hit point, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, giblet and uh taika grinchington jr you're making your way across this long wheat field towards the corn ahead of you and from behind you just hear this thunderous and a splurt of meat and a wilhelm scream (laughs) and a wilhelm scream And that is the last that you know of Krampus and the dark town in Kurgus. You can find our main podcast feed with all of our content by searching for Time to Die Podcast Network on your favorite podcatcher. All of our one-shots, double-shots, and trilogies are also available on their own feed if you prefer by searching for Time to Die Shorts. But the quickest way to locate all of our content is by visiting timetodieRPG.com. Find our show on Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit using Time to Die RPG. Our Discord is Discord.gg forward slash Time to Die RPG. Tim is on Twitter at Ida Grab Your Gun. Chris, aka Critically Accursed, is at C Accursed. Adam Gumbert is at Adam Gumby, A D A M G U M B Y, and he can also be found on the YouTube show Respawn Aim Fire, which is at Respawn Aim Fire on Twitter, and the Isle of Misfit Roles podcast, which also has live Twitch streams on Twitter, at Misfit That's R-O-L-L-S. All of these links can be found in this episode's description. Happy holidays, peeners. Stay safe out there. It's not your time to die.